0: Wait a minute, wait a minute. Birdie, Birdie, What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Birdie Num Num Podcast. I am trying video again, and of course, right as I start recording, the sunlight has come out, changing my ISO and my focus settings. But hello everybody! It is good to be here, Sanjay Manangtala here, I am having a good week, I hope you also are having a good week, and welcome everybody to the Birdie Num Num Podcast, the BNN, it is going well for me, had a very, very good show, I think one of my best shows in a long time, last night at Wiggly Wine, a new pub and brewery, or not pub and brewery, a new Ironically, Wiggly Wine, a new winery, I guess you could say, in South Bangalore here in Nama, Bengaluru. South Bangalore is so funny for those of you listening who are not in India or not in Bangalore. It's basically a perfect place. It's fine. There's less traffic, a lot of bars, a lot of restaurants. But because there is traffic throughout our lovely city. Most people don't go there and they're like, I always stay on, you know, like you hear people in New York, I never go to Soho or I never go past 85th street. It's like one of those things like the Bangalore version. But anyways, I digress already one minute, 23 seconds into this. And oh my God, that lighting is really, really bright. But anyways, I had a good show yesterday and it was really exciting. My wife came, you know, As a stand-up comedian, you never want to take uh, your family to more than, like, one show every six months. Because they will get sick of that shit. They will be like, wow, it takes you a year to come up with 45 minutes of that? And you're like, yeah, that's why it's not glamorous at all. So... I had a really good show yesterday. Thank you to the folks who put me up there. And, you know, we were in the car on the way back in the Uber discussing uh, the show, my wife and I. And I started to realize something um, because right when the show ended, a lot of the younger, the younger comics, the, uh, you know, the people in the scene who are and by younger, I don't necessarily mean younger. Like what I love about stand up comedy is there can be a 50 year old fresher comedian you know what i mean like somebody who's 51 hi if you're listening um and he can basically you know be hanging out with people and like look up to it like a 25 year old comedian can be a mentor to a 51 year old ex-it person who's now doing comedy and i love it it's great and that's why this business is not linear um So after the show was over, a lot of the younger guys were like, dude, that was so good. And thank you. Um, You know, and they were asking me questions and uh, they were saying, like, how are you so comfortable up there? And I was like, I've been eating shit here for nine, 10 years in stand up. So, uh, you know, that's fine. I I guess you got to get used to it. But they're like, how are you so at ease? And, you know, how are you so natural up there? And as much as I was like, oh, I'm so great. I'm so amazing. Like my wife was like, um. No, I've been watching him over the years and, you know, now he's finally getting to a place where he's comfortable. But before, you know, earlier when I was trying comedy, I was I was like, hey, everybody, it's so good to be here. And, I, and you try to do like, should I do impressions or should I do mimicry or should I just do dirty jokes or only non-dirty jokes or should I talk about dating or what? And then, you know, three, four or five years ago, you start to see in India, it's a lot of Hindi comedy. And you're like, OK, let me try to dabble with Hindi. And this is not a Hindi speaking face uh, or mouth. You know, those are the same thing, actually, now that I think about it. Um, and if you listen to this podcast, you know, my Hindi is ter- terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, so, you know, she basically answered it for me. And I, and I agreed. Yeah, because you can't really say, oh, I'm so cool. Here's how I did it. Like, but somebody asked me, dude, how do you... How are you, how do you get comfortable up there? Um, and there's no secret sauce, bro. That's the topic of this podcast. As you can tell from the title of the podcast, cause that is how I do SEOs. SEO is Sanjay's employment opportunities. Uh, we need to draw listeners with a good title. A title is 80% of your marketing budget, according to, uh, Ogilvy, actually. If anybody is curious about marketing, any Mad Men fans in the house, It was Ogilvy who I read made that thing that 100% of people see the newspaper, but only 80% read the headline and only 20% finish the article, which means when you've written your headline, you've spent 80 cents to your dollar. Um, But basically, uh, yesterday, as the show was over, everybody was asking me, How do you be natural? How do you be comfortable? And I wish there was a secret and a lot of people tell you, you know, here's how I can teach you confidence or here's how I can teach you to ask that girl out or here's how you can overcome stage fright by going to Toastmasters and and all that stuff. But go to any open mic comedy show and you will see billion dollars, not billion dollars, but you will see big wealthy CEOs with two, three, five CR million dollar bungalows. Uh, who are like shaking the mic like i've been married and my kids and like they're nervous to do comedy for six people yet they can do a presentation for a hundred people so it's not something that you can easily pick up okay so the focus i want to talk about on this podcast as the title says is the hardest thing to be is yourself it's the hardest thing It's literally so hard to be yourself. And I wish I knew this growing up because here's the thing. Society is constantly telling you what to be and you're telling yourself that's what you want to be, but that's not yourself, if that makes sense, right? Like you've grown up in a family and, you know, maybe you were respectable or you were shy or you were extroverted or introverted. And now you have to be other things. I'm not saying you can't change. I'm not saying you can't improve. Um, You know, there's a quote I like that, uh, you know, it's great to meet somebody who's always trying to improve you but not change you. And I think for the most part, even with stand-up comedy uh, and a lot of artistic professions or typically uh, eccentric or extroverted professions, most of the people in there are quite introverted. Some of the best singers, some of the best comedians, some of the best actors are actually like, I'm going to do my thing, but then leave me alone. I need to like go back. Even podcasters, imagine, right? Like they can turn it on, but then they're like, all right. I want to chill and it's super hard to actually actually be yourself. And I think stand up is all I ever talk about because it's mainly what I know, but you can apply this to anything in life, you guys. Um in order to succeed at what you really want to do, you have to find a way to let your honest, authentic self be the reason for that. Whether it's being a CEO you know, Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg, uh, you know, they look quite awkward and introverted and sure. They're learning how to give these like Steve jobs, like big keynote speeches. But if you watch Mark Zuckerberg, I think he's a better blogger or a better, like on camera person than he is like a presenter. You know, he's like, he's like, so we're going to like talk about data and Facebook's data and Cambridge Analytica. And you're like, all right, buddy. Have your VP who makes $5 million a year give the talk. But cool, I will read your blog, you know, because whatever medium you're good at, for example, whatever your strengths are, is the best way to succeed at what you want to do. I'll give you some examples. Okay, a lot of comedians you see now who are doing well, initially, five, 10 years ago, we're trying it in English. Now they're doing Hindi. They're blossoming. All right. A lot of writers, for example, who are maybe trying to be live performers, uh, you know, maybe didn't do well live, are now really good writers, right? Um, A lot of good uh entertainers. Look at Jimmy Fallon, right? Maybe he tried, I don't know a Jimmy Fallon's story, but maybe he tried to be a stand-up comedian, but he was actually really good at interviewing people. Now he's like one of the best talk shows ever, right? James Corden. Why is James Corden gordon gordon whatever in a competitive field of talk show hosts why is he able to like succeed because he's probably good being silly on youtube videos and that's why they're like wow that's the future and oh my god it got so bright by the way for the filmmakers who are watching on video this is called blowing out blowing out your highlights um this is basically when you burn the image because it's too bright and then you lose oh good and my card is full ironically as i was staring at the camera, so. I'm going to pause right there for one second and give a clap, you guys. Hang on. Yes, and we are back. So, you know, it's never like... Nobody ever tells you this as you're trying to be cool, as you're trying to be the like... You know, on the dating front, for example, a lot of guys try to be niche. They try to be hip. They try to be macho. uh, As I talked about in the other podcast about like trying to be... I don't want to be a nice guy. I want to be a cool badass. But if that's not who you are... You need to find a way to make that nice thing work for you. I mean, it's easy to tell you to buy these jeans. It's easy to tell you to buy this hair hair gel. It's easy to tell you to buy these 5000 rupee 100 dollar sunglasses. Um, but that's not what dude, when you're like 16, 17, there's two things I I always wondered growing up. Number one, I was like, how am I going to get a girl to like me? Like this just seems like rocket science. And then number two was like, wow, how am I gonna make $50,000 a year or $100,000 a year? But what you don't realize is A, your parents did it, I think, to some degree, not mine, but I'm saying like, or maybe they did, I don't know. Um, B, uh, they met each other. So, and C, every single other person in the world has done this, so why would it be so much harder for you? If every single other person you know was able to buy a house, if every single other person you know was able to find love or at least a partner or a relationship, Why wouldn't you be able to? So we have this tendency, especially with, I want, dude, I will spend a hundred minutes looking at a hundred reviews of toothpaste that cost a hundred rupees. You know what I mean? Like why? So the point is we tend to overanalyze. We tend to like get in, we tend to let ourselves get in the way of ourselves. And what happens with all of this, the point back to the podcast, I apologize, guys. I'm just so excited to talk to you again, because obviously we continue to have an open dialogue, you and I. Is honestly like the hardest thing to do is to be yourself, and nobody realizes this because inauthenticity is what nobody ever talks about, okay? I'll explain yet again. How many times have you been at a coffee shop and seen like a 16, 17 year old be like, marriage is such bullshit. I could never get married. Or that's the thing about women, bro. Like they don't understand. You're 15 years old. What do you know about women? freaking Rohan or Samir or Jason or whatever your name is. I, I've done this too, by the way. I thought I know everything. I'm like, I could never work in a soul crushing corporate Oh, mortgage. Oh, I have to buy a bungalow. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Like Everybody has their own opinions and their own attitudes, and we watch one TED Talk, we listen to one podcast, and we think we know stuff, but it's not the case, dude. We are so hard-pressed. We are so hard-pressed to try to be something else that we often forget you already are yourself, and the hardest thing you're going to realize to do is to come all the way back full circle and to be yourself, dude. Like, one thing I just... I don't know, man. I'm kind of struggling today to talk to you guys about this, but I was so passionate too. But it's just like, (laughs) you know, when you see like a really, and I don't mean to be rude here. Okay. And I don't mean to be insensitive. I've been this person. So don't take it personally. Like, you know, when you see like five groups of guys at a bar out there trying to you know meet people and you see the typical the ringleader the like perfectly gelled hair gold necklace biceps all that stuff then you see two or three average looking guys and then you might see one like really overweight really huffy and puffy dude who's obviously down in beers and trying to fit in and belong. I'm sure these guys roast him for being the chubster or whatever. Um, But, you know, he's also in there trying. And, you know, you're like, bro, maybe one of you out of the five will meet a girl today. Or maybe two of you might go on a date this month with somebody. But, bro, you at the tail end, um, like, are you who are you like deluding is that a word? Deluding? Delusional? Like, and I've been this person, right? And it's like, no, man, stop trying to be what your friends are. And stop trying to be this cool, hip, club-going guy when, I mean, if that's what you want to do, fine. But instead, be yourself, you know? Wear a funny t-shirt. Don't be the funny fat guy. But I'm saying, I mean, if that's you, but don't be something you're not. Because, Again, I keep saying this. This took me a long time to learn in my life. The hardest thing to be is yourself. And it makes... If you're younger, this may not make sense to some of you. But you're going to try all these things, okay? And I'm not saying be stubborn. I'm not saying, I'm an introvert. I don't have to give a public speech. And, you know, because no, you need to. Because you're going to get promoted. You need to get out of your comfort zone, for sure. But you can be comfortable in your zone. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know like, what a good analogy for the comfort zone would be. I wouldn't even say expand your comfort zone because I love performing. I love doing stand-up comedy. I love talking to you guys here on the Birdie Num Num podcast. But I also love being by myself. I also love, you know, just chilling with a nice book and a cup of coffee. Um, and that's fine. But what nobody ever tells you, because society is always telling you to keep Changing, keep improving, keep learning new skills. Yes, yes, yes. Do all those things. But as you do them, as you communicate, as you meet people to date, as you make business networks and contacts, as you grow in the arts or grow in your family life, like who you are, I'm sure there's some quote, like most of your skills are ingrained in your head, in your psyche, you know, by the time you're 15 or 18. But I feel most people keep forgetting that. And then they're just fighting their own problems. Like, why am I not meeting somebody? And they keep trying to do 85 other things as opposed to what you are is fine. You got to make that work for you. So it's kind of like, I need an analogy. Okay. So I need to buy low carb keto, uh, crazy, fancy, uh, supplements and fish oil and CLAs and omega threes And the entire time your mom was like, have this ragi idli, ragi, um, and you'll be fine. And it was right in front of you the whole time. And now you look and you're getting older and all these like kids and all these people in America are like, ragi is amazing. The health benefits of millet is just fantastic. And your mom is like, I've been saying this shit to you for freaking ever. And now you're saying, now you're coming back to the basics and you realize that's what has been working the whole time. Your parents created yourself, so they want you to be yourself, all right? Because otherwise, well, I never thought about this. Like, (laughs) that is weird, dude. If I had a kid and he was just constantly (laughs) trying to be something opposite of what I made him to be, that would kind of hurt, actually. I never thought about that as a parent. That is that is trippy. Um, So... You will find in your life, okay, as if you're 18 and once you finish college at 22 and you will find out, you know, when you start working and then you become 25 or 30 and you decide what you really want to do after you make some corporate money or you decide when you're single and, you know, you finally meet that somebody. The most successful relationships are the ones where partners can be themselves. The most successful comedians or professionals are the ones or businesses are the ones where people are an extension of themselves okay the most successful actors even yes you know tom hanks leo all these guys but you believe that they're an extension of themselves maybe that's why. maybe that's why they're the best actors you know who knows but nobody ever tells me this i would never listen honestly too if i was 18 i'd be like you're just i want to get that six pack and i still do i just want to know if my i want to get a six pack not to like you know, try to impress anybody. I just want to know, do my abs exist? I would love to know if they're under there, but I have this freaking uncle bod, you know, dad bod, but I have uncle bod because I'm Indian. Um, So I know this was a bit rambly, you guys. I do apologize. I did not think this one through entirely, but I feel like we we brought it together because I'm just trying to be myself in front of you guys. Uh, No filter. And I hide behind this voice when I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) um like i mean let me know your comments obviously but uh, i mean i wish i could give you guys like a nice ted talky quote on the hardest thing to be is yourself and maybe maybe that is it but I, i feel we need to teach people every time people a kid emailed me the other day and you know uh he was like um I'm living in Germany not the other day yesterday okay and by the way if you're listening bro uh you know whoever that was I'm not gonna say your name but it was so funny and he was like after I responded he was like I was just sitting here with my lover thinking about your response and how nice it was and I was like dude like straight gay whatever like but you can say partner like where did a lover come from I was like my lover and I were just that I feel like that's so heavy um <laughs> but it was awesome and thank you for your email Um, But, you know, uh, this kid emailed me and was saying that they're in Germany and they want to do Indian comedy, but also people speak German. That was kind of the zone we were headed. And I was like, well, you got to ask yourself what's important to you, you know, like, do you want to? Try to be something you're not. Like, does every famous actress or actor want the six-pack and want to sing dances? Or do they just want to be a successful actor and they're just chasing that? Because then all of a sudden, Melissa McCarthy or whoever these people are, they are themselves on camera. You know, who's that big, Uh, not big, but slightly, you know, a little bigger than the normal actress, Australian girl who was in like Pitch Perfect and stuff. Like, that's their USP, dude. Like, why do you want to... Like, if you actually are yourself, you're not going to be everybody else. You know what I mean? Stop trying to be everybody else. Start being yourself. And in that way, everybody else will love you because you are one in a million, a thousand, whatever. And I think we brought that together. And I urge you, yes, go to the gym. Yes, work out. Yes, eat healthy. Yes, do all those things. And then just let your true self shine, everybody. Wow. That was cheesy, but I feel like we brought it together here on the Birdie Num Num podcast. Let me know your questions. Uh, let me know your comments. Has this worked for you? Has it not? And I really hope this was helpful today. Uh, and yeah, guys, I look forward to meeting each and every one of yourselves wherever the future may take us. So I will see you guys soon. Sanjay Mangtal out. Num Num. Birdie Num Num. Birdie Num.